Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I made it in. By the hair of your chinny chin chin, huh? <laughs> yeah, Blog Talk didn't want me to get connected tonight or something. I don't know, but too bad. Shouldn't say too bad until you... the show's over. As, <laughs> as, as they wheel oh, top. Excuse me. Ah, um. I'm Ken Kessler, she's Michelle Ambergie, and this is Psychic Tapestry Spiritual Tune-Up Show. And we're here uh, live on Wednesday, January 24th, and that was the Blues Brothers with Jailhouse Rock that got us started. And I did that because today's John Belushi's birthday. So a happy birthday, John. Um, and I thought it was, it, it brings up something else I want to talk about um, once, once we get rolling here. Um, the number, by the way, is 347-838-9903. If you are listening on the Blog Talk radio page on your computer, you can scroll down, pop in the chat room, and join me in there. Um, you can also connect through social media, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry, at psychic tapestry on Twitter. You can go to psychictapestry.com, and in the lower right, you'll see a little blue box that says send us a message. And you can connect that way as well. Phone's the best because you may have follow-up questions for us. We may have them for you, and the back and forth is much easier um, on the phone than it is typing through chat or social media. But you could be at work or, or you don't want to be on the radio or there could be all kinds of reasons that you don't want to call in. So that's why those other options are available to you. Um, by the way, while you're at psychictapestry.com, um, on the, you'll see in the menu, get a reading, and you can click that and connect with Michelle or with me or anybody who does a, um, a psychic tapestry show, and, um, and you can arrange a private reading. So that's another option for you if you don't want to be on the radio or you want a little bit more time, because what we do here are really mini readings, and, it's, um, and if you would like a little, bit, uh, a little bit more, maybe even a lot more, um, focused on, on you and your questions, that's a great way to go. Um, and if you want to cut out the middleman, you can go straight to Michelle's website, which is Michelle Ambergie. That's Michelle with one L, A-M-B-U-R-G-E-Y.com. And you can connect with Michelle directly. Um, so there. Whew. Uh. Um, I... I did a show last night with Lisa Tarot Tuesday, and Blog Talk Radio was a bit of a challenge. Um, she kept getting disconnected. The chat room kept crashing. All the calls went away. It was really tricky. And tonight, I got, I finally was able to get in. Blog Talk wasn't letting me in, and I finally got in just as 
they were counting down to start the show. Three, <laughs> two, one, boom. So, phew. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully all of that is out of uh, Blog Talk Radio system now. And everything else is going to be, you know what, I'm not even going to say hopefully. Everything else is going to be smooth sail. So. Fantastic. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I know my heart's beating a um, because, little bit hard still from that. I was like, woo, okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, normally, uh, Michelle and I get a chance to chat before the show to talk about what we're going to talk about um, before we get into calls, and we didn't get to do that to uh, tonight. So now, right here on the show live and in front of everybody, uh, uh, Michelle, I'll ask you, was there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about this evening? Well, you know what? I I don't have anything in particular, um, but I do just want to welcome everybody to the new year. I know we've had a couple shows already, but we're really starting to kick in the new year. The energies are starting to move, and I, um, I've started studying astrology a little bit. I, I have started many, many years ago. It was too complicated. I was too lazy. I wasn't going to do it. And I kind of accidentally on purpose started studying astrology. And, you know, there's so many energies at play right now. And the veil is very thin. And so for those of you that really want to start kicking up your spiritual development um, um, practices, for those of you who aspire to be like a psychic medium or a medium, don't hesitate any longer. It's like the universe is with you. The universe is support, supporting you. It's really about stepping into our gifts, and everybody can do what Ken and I do, you know, tapping into these other realms. And so that was something that I just kind of wanted to throw out there because a lot of times people look at, at, you know, people like you and I, Ken, that, that do readings for people and think, oh, wow, superpower. But everybody can do it. And it's my belief that, that we're kind of moving towards that, where everybody can can tap into their higher guidance in whatever way you believe in that. Now, that'll be putting you and me out of business, Ken, but you know what? That, that's a happy happy side, side effect yeah. of <laughs> everybody growing spiritually. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. I, if If I can do this. Anybody can, really. I mean, uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I, uh, I do have, have a couple things because I, I I'm a Virgo and I always have things. Um, but uh, so to John Belushi and the Blues Brothers, um, it's not just that it's his birthday, um. It's it's something that I know that a lot of people think of the Blues Brothers as a silly movie, um, and and to to an extent it certainly was, uh, but it the Blues Brothers was a lot more than that. Um, John loved the blues, and he loved creating more awareness of some of these wonderful artists, and part of what made that movie so cool was all the cameos by all these famous singers where you had, uh, you had Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin, James Brown. Um, you had 
John Lee Hooker out playing uh, playing a song out in the street, and you know, and just on and on and on, and um, and it was a great way of giving uh, many of these artists one more uh, moment in the sun and bringing their music to a new audience. Um, the songs that the Blues Brothers played were not original tunes; they were all they were all cover songs, and it was making them come alive again. And, um, and that was the same thing that, uh, that Dan Aykroyd did with, with the sequel that uh, most people think was terrible. And it was really, it was a silly movie just like the first one. And it had amazing music in it. And did, and because this is the spiritual tune-up show and, and with an accent on the tune, um, but what they did was they kept this music alive and they, and they gave these artists a, a, a chance to be seen by a new audience and, and to also, quite frankly, to, to make some money because appearing in, a, in a, a big budget comedy film that a lot of people were going to see paid better than whatever it was that they were doing because, you know, Aretha Franklin, James Brown hadn't had many hits since, uh, around that time. Um, Ray Charles either, and 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 you can go down the list to other names that that you may or may not know. Um, uh, but the Blues Brothers did this with the music they recorded. They had, they had an amazing real band that you see in the movie. Those are all those were all real, real amazing musicians. All who had a story. All who were tied to huge artists and huge releases. And um, and they rec- the Blues Brothers recorded records. Um, they recorded a lot of uh, a lot of classic songs, a lot of songs that people maybe didn't know. Um, gave new life to this music and to all of these singers and bands. And it it was really amazing. And it was something something we can all aspire to to remember those that inspired us that meant something to us whether it's it's whether it's some great singer or band or whether it's a, a family member an ancestor um somebody if if you wanted you know you, you can take that to the level with people that you know um people you're related to the people that you care about who are still here and you can also do that for those who have passed um they love to be remembered and they feel that yeah. love that you send, yeah. and it's a great way to to keep the keep keep them and their and their whatever it was that they did, whether it's music or whether it was something else, to keep that alive. So that was the that was the other reason that I I, I wanted to uh, open up with John and the and the Blues Brothers, and um, and I hope that didn't sound. I just thought it was really. I thought what what he did with the Blues Brothers was really cool, um, and it's a shame that um, that we lost him so young, because I, there there could have been so much more that yeah. that they could have done as a band. Um, it 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 would have been nice to see, but um, if you haven't seen the sequel, and I know there are a lot more people who saw the first movie then saw Blues Brothers 2000. Um, but, you know, it, it's probably like on, on 
Amazon Prime or Netflix or one of those. Um, so it's not going to cost you a bundle to see it. And and the the HBOs and Showtimes and those folks show it every so often. Um, so if if music is a thing for you, um, treat yourself to watching that uh, because there are some amazing songs and amazing performances in that movie. And I don't want to spoil it for you, um, but I can tell you that in addition to many of the singers that appeared in the first movie, they're back in this one. Um, in addition, B.B. King is in it. And, um, and there's a scene near the end with this amazing band. And it's, it's like a battle of the bands, the Blues Brothers against this other band. And the other band, is, it's just a, who, a who's who of amazing uh, R&B and just amazing music. And, and it's okay if you don't recognize them all because during the credits, it shows each person's picture so you can see um, who was in the band. And, um, and it's just... It, it, it's just and, um, it's 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 Clarence Clemens on the sax, just one of the saxophone players, and Lou Rawls is singing, and um, and and jazz legend Coco Taylor is singing, and Isaac Hayes is in there, and it just and and Steve Winwood and Eric Clapton, and it's just incredible. So if you really love music, you will you will enjoy this. Um, I don't think anybody went to see either of these movies because the plot intrigued them. That's not the kind of movie it is. It's not like, wow, I can't wait to see what happens next. Is it a car crash? I don't know. Could be. Um, but it's just, it's just the 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 music is just so amazing, and that they that they they did this um, for the love of music. And to and to keep it alive and to pay tribute to these people who inspired them and 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 I just I, I I think it's just absolutely wonderful and I would love to be able to do something like that um, but I I don't sing very well so so that's out but uh, <laughs> it's just it's just it's just a great <laughs> idea and maybe if, and maybe if you didn't know that. Um, maybe this will make you think about the Blues Brothers, the movies, their albums, all of that stuff. Maybe that'll make you think about it a little differently, and that's cool too. And maybe you will. What their goal was, and they used to say this in in their concerts, that they hoped that people would would hear the music, and then would go down to their record stores. And this was you know late seventies, early eighties, so there still were record stores, but they would go. And they would seek out some of these artists, and they would get those those records and take them home and listen to them. And I hope that if you do, if if you are so intrigued as to go and watch either of those movies, um, whether it's the first time or whether it's the hundredth time, and you do, um, and you do hear that, and you and you hear that, uh, you hear Ray Charles doing Shake a Tail Feather in the first movie, and you said, God, he he was amazing. I bet. I would love to to hear some more of his music, um, and, and you should because Ray was incredible. Um, but all of these artists were, um, and and many of them still are. And it'd be you'd be doing yourself a favor to check them out. And I, I hope I'm not beating a dead horse and overselling this, but I, I, I obviously 
feel pretty darn strongly about it. So, um, so there you have it. Um, Michelle, I'm sure you've seen at least the first one of those movies. Oh, I've seen them hundreds of times. When I was in, yeah. I think high school probably, we used to all get together at my house and and because um, we had the big screen TV back when they were like projectors. <clears throat> and all my friends would mm-hmm. get over, we'd get popcorn and probably a, a snuck a few beers and uh, would watch every time they were on. It was like our thing that we did and we would joke about it and we'd have all of our little and I wish I could remember but we all had our little sayings from the movie that we like say to each other mm-hmm. at school and stuff. <laughs> so we were totally into it. It was it awesome. It does have a lot of great lines. And there are especially in the the first movie, um in the first movie there are also a lot of cameos by people who weren't in the music business who just wanted to be close to some of this. Um, John Candy has a small, uh, small role in it. Um, Carrie Fisher has a very memorable role in that first movie. Um, and both of those are non-singing performances, but it, it was, it was really neat. Um, and, um, and blues traveler makes an appearance in the second movie. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's just it's it's just a wonderful cornucopia of music, and um, and it's a great way to keep it and the artist alive, and uh, and and I hope that that what I've said encourages someone to go and check those things out. Um, I I think you'll be very happy if you do. So. Oh yeah. Whew. So there. So there's my good there's my stuff. Big, I I just. You know, I I, uh, I don't want to keep going rehashing it, so I'm going to try and tone it down. But I think it's but I think it's great. And obviously, the the, the 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 those are two of my favorite films. Um, and you can judge me on that however you want to. I know in advance that the story is not much of a story at all. In fact, the second movie is the story is taking very liberally from the first one. And they did that on purpose um, because the story isn't why anybody w- it goes to see those movies. So anyway, so, so that's it. Um, <laughs> we, we talk about music a lot here. So I just thought that that was really cool. Um, I have one other thing that I did want to mention, and this has nothing to do with John Belushi or the Blues Brothers, but a, a, a strange thing that happened this week, and, I, and I'm supposed to mention it now. Um, I, was, uh, I was setting up um, at the uh, – I, I do readings at a, a shop here in San Diego called Mystic Isle. And while I was getting ready uh, one day this week, um, a, uh, a woman – came through a woman in spirit came through and her name was Jennifer Miller and she wanted me to relay a message to someone who would be listening to this show um, either live or on the podcast and she wanted them to know that she's okay that she's fine she doesn't hurt anymore and that she wants you to stop grieving and it's okay to remember her, but you don't have to be so sad. Just know that she's okay. You don't have to worry about her anymore. So, um, so I, I just, I wanted to say that I don't know. Um, 
I don't know who this message was for. She didn't say, just someone who would be listening. Um, it took a long time to sort of figure out um, what this was. And, and, and so, so, so there it is. If, if you were close to somebody named Jennifer Miller and, and, and she passed, and I don't know how recently this was, but, um, but she's okay. I think it's a great message because I, I feel like that's, that's a message that I hear a lot. Yeah. Um, that a lot of times they want us to know that they are okay and we can stop grieving and stop worrying because they want us to be happy and they want us to remember them, but that they're okay and you don't have to worry about them anymore. And, um, and I hope that whether you knew Jennifer Miller or not, I hope that if you are going through something similar with the loss of a loved one, that that resonates with you. Um, because I think that's part of what she wanted. So that was just, that just happened this week. And um, I thought, well, I have no idea, but my job is to relay the message, not to figure it out. So, so there it is. Um, and I hope that that gets to, I'm, I'm assuming that it will get to, or she wouldn't have come to me. So I'm assuming that it will get to whoever needs it. And, um, I don't know why I said end because there's there's nothing else. That's it. So. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I'm I'm such an empath. I feel everything, and I didn't even realize until the last few years how much of an empath I am. I live my life through my feelings, and when you said Jennifer Miller's name, I got just this overwhelming um, grief and sadness, and I actually kind of choked up a little bit and, and had to wipe a couple tears away. Somebody really was suffering um, grief from that. Yeah. And, and I feel very strongly that your message can, is, is going to be very, very healing because, you know, death is one of those things that we all have our idea about it, but nobody really knows. And there's a lot of fear right. around it. And I think the more we can bring that message through from people on the other side that, they still go on and they still exist and the love is still there and they're okay. And, um, and that they're still with you is so beautiful. And I, I speak for myself, but I think, I think you'd agree too, Ken, that that's a lot of the reason why we do this work that we do, mm-hmm. you know, it's totally to, yeah, it's to bridge that, that gap that, that contains such fear and sadness and grief and, you know, other emotions. And I think it's so beautiful that we can have this radio show and do it together because, Ken, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, you're amazing. to be able to do that, <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> um, and so are all of our callers and listeners. And and it's just, it's so fun. And so it's such an honor to be able to, to be that bridge between the two and, to let everybody know that life goes on, that this just isn't it. And it's so fun. And I, actually, as I'm saying that, I'm just I'm just feeling like I need to cry for a minute. Um, but I'm just feeling a <laughs> gathering of, of beings around. And I can tell you, 
Ken, that I'm feeling John Belushi here. Um, he's showing me that he's sitting on a really fancy, he's saying it's a fancy-ass chair. And it's all gold and gilded, and it's got zebra stripes uh, for the cushion on it. And he's just sitting back, and he's got a cigar in his fancy-ass chair. And he says, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. The big grin on he, was, yeah. um, he, was, he was not a guide for me because he told me repeatedly when I would ask that, no, I'm not, I'm not a guide. But he was a uh, – coach, mentor, teacher, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I learned a lot about gratitude from him and uh, am, am very grateful for it. Um, a little behind the scenes thing with this whole, uh, with this uh, message from, from Jennifer Miller. And I just wanted to mention her name in case anybody had missed it before. Um, I, um, I'm, still a little new to uh, getting messages from dead people. Um, and I say it like that, and I know a lot of people bristle when you say it like that, but that's what it is. And I think, and, and, and I'd like to take some of the um, mystique or whatever it is away from it, because that's just, that's just what it is. And if you want to dress it up and you want to say messages from spirit, that's fine. Um, but it, it, it is what it is. But I, um, I and everyone, and, and Michelle, I'm sure you do something like this too. I, I, everybody who does connect with spirit intentionally and gives messages has ways of sort of um, cloaking themselves, uh, putting themselves in a bubble, turning it off when they don't, want it to when it, otherwise it would just drain you and you would be doing it all the time and um and i'm still figuring out ways to do that and part of it is um that i do all kinds of things on my phone and i keep very busy with lots of different things when i am not uh when i'm not looking to be in the zone to be doing that and the other day as I was getting ready for a meditation circle at, at Mystic Isle, um, by the register, there was a broken pendulum. Um, pendulum is, a, is a, a, for those who don't know, uh, usually a, a pretty crystal that's on a bit of a chain, and there's a little, a little ball or something at the end to hold on, the end of the, uh, on one end of the chain, and then the crystal's on the other end, and it moves around and it gives you responses. And... Uh, I use it as a tool for spirit communication. And it's, it's actually, I used it. I don't use them that much anymore because I, I don't need to. I feel like it's a great gateway tool because it gives you validation. But anyway, there was this broken one near the register, and I picked it up, and it started moving. And when that happens, I play 20 questions to try and figure out who it is that's trying to connect with me. And this was more difficult than most because it was not a music person and it was not somebody in my family and it wasn't someone who was there for anyone who was coming into the store, whether it was someone who worked in the shop or somebody who was coming in for a, a customer for whatever reason. So it took a little bit of time and finally I, I pulled out a spirit board um, 
and it's, a spirit board is kind of like a Ouija board, except it's it's much smaller and it's been cleared and it's been made with the intention of of highest good and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but it has it has letters and numbers on it, and I use it to have the um, with the pendulum and ask whoever's connecting through the pendulum to spell things um, if they're amenable to do that, and. Um, and, and this one immediately gave me a yes and went to town, and it was very distinct spelling out Jennifer Miller, which then that's, that's how I, I got the name. So it was very distinct. And, and then I thought, okay, well, I don't know a singer by that name. I don't know anybody in my family by that. I don't know. And, and she said, no, you don't know who I am. And then she said that, I, I need you to give this message to people who listen to your program. So, so there's a little behind, behind the scenes on how that came to be because I wasn't looking for it and wasn't in the zone. And sometimes the universe doesn't care. So, <laughs> you know, it, it, don't you find that? And true? that's very true. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's fine. I mean, it wasn't like. Um, it wasn't like she was mean or nasty. Um, at the worst, she was persistent. Um, it wasn't bothering me. It wasn't, um, I didn't feel scared or in danger or anything like that. Um, she was just, she was just there and wanted me to give that message and said that it was important. So, yeah. so for anybody who wants to know how it works and, that's a bad example because I don't really know how it works, but that's one way that a message came through. So when I had that message, it wasn't, it wasn't as though I was just sitting here and poof, a ghost appeared and said, could you please read this statement? It, it wasn't like that. But, um, but anyhow, because um, usually on this show, what we have been doing is, is relaying messages um, um, frequently from, well, uh, certainly last week, and and we'll continue to do so from singers and and musicians and whoever they may want to bring through. Um, but this was not the particular case with this one. But anyway, there's the message. I feel like I am talking way too much, and there are probably people listening who go, "Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you're talking way too much." <laughs> no, you're saying important stuff. Things that need to be said, it's important, you know, because sometimes that does happen, um, that we will have people that come to us that that really need to get an important message. And most of us that do this kind of work, uh, that are, you know, really serious about it, that that are really here and that that humble, almost like a humble servant kind of a, a consciousness around it, you know, none of us want to be bombarded, but there are some messages that are really, really important and can you know, I'll be honest with you. I feel the sadness that um, that the that Jennifer's family member that's still here is having um, that it's like imperative that she heard it. That this is almost overwhelming her. So this message will be very healing, and it, you know, it's important. You gotta gotta get the message through. Gotta get the message through, and she picked a a good person to do it. So it'll be interesting to, to see who it is. Um, I know I'm yeah. getting, I've got my, uh, my Facebook open. 
And so, like, you have, you have, you're working on the the radio show, um, oh, what is it called? The studio, you know, where you can talk to the chat room. Mm-hmm. And I get in my, um, uh, oh, my God, I can't talk tonight. My Facebook, my Soulful Living Tribe, I put on there that we're on the air, and I have people start popping in. And so I'm checking to see if anybody's answering from this end, too. So it'll be interesting to see who it is and what that is, and I hope whoever it is will let us know one way or another, you know, if they're on tonight or if they hear it later. But it is a so. great honor. And, yeah, and it was funny, Ken, you know, I, I know that we've talked about this before, but I love your story about how the pendulums helped you get into all of this this mediumship and how the pendulums kind of started moving around you and how you started into this whole realm of of being a, a messenger for spirit. And uh I don't I don't know if you want to tell it really, really quick because I just think it's such an awesome story. Um or just um, you know, a short version yeah, or I long can, version. Well, <laughs> I can um yeah, I could try uh, and it will because I think it's I, I think it's important not because not because it happened to me and I'm such um, such a big deal that this is important. Uh, not that at all. Um, I think I think pendulums are a great gateway tool for anybody who wants to um, and and wants to use them uh, to connect with with spirit or with angels, and which is which is what I use them for when I do use them. Um, there are some who use them like a magic eight ball. There are some who use them for uh, they call it dousing and. Uh, I, and I'm not going to tell you that any of that is wrong. I'm just going to tell you that, that I, what I use them for. And when I first started to find out about metaphysical things and got my, and, and held a pendulum for the first time, and I was new to the whole guides thing, and I, did, I was new to everything, and it started to move. And if you don't know what a pendulum is, it's it's, it's a rock on a string. What it is, you can gussy that up with calling it a particular kind of beautiful crystal and some kind of nice chain. But basically, it's a rock on a string. And a pendulum can really be anything that sort of dangles down that uh, is on some sort of string, rope, chain, whatever. And that the bottom, whatever's on the bottom, is heavier so that it does hang down and can move. And it can really, it could be a Christmas ornament, it could be car keys um, on a key ring, keychain, whatever. It doesn't have to be an expensive crystal on a beautiful chain. Um, but, um, so I held this and, um, and it started to move. The, at the, the bottom, the, the rock started to um, move around like it was being swung in a counterclockwise direction, except that I was holding it and I wasn't swinging it. So I knew it was moving. I didn't know why. I didn't know how. I knew I didn't know how to make it do that. So I figured that there had to be something to it. And I, whenever I pick up a pendulum, I'll, if, there's someone there. If it starts to move, I'll play 20 questions with it. I'll ask first for a yes or a no. Actually, I don't anymore because um, I've done it so much that somehow they know. Um, but I'll, I will, 
I will play 20 questions to try and figure out who it is that's connecting with me. And I think that it's, um, I think it's a great way for anybody who is interested in this to sort of dip your toes in the water because it's great because when you start to get message, when you open yourself up to allow messages, and like Michelle said earlier, anybody can do this. But when you start to do that, um, it's difficult to know, is this message coming from somewhere else or am I making this up? Is this just me and my head? And it's hard to know that. It, and, yeah. and, and I don't know that it, it, you, there comes a point where you just have to trust. You just have to trust your intuition. And that's not always easy. And when you're starting out, if you have a rock on a string and you can look at it and see that it's saying yes or it's saying no, um, there's some validation there. You can see it. And it's so that you don't have to rely on, okay, I don't know if I'm making this up or not. Is this, is this okay, I feel like it's, there's a yes in my head, but I don't know if it's because I want it to be a yes or if I'm scared that it would be a no, or I don't know why, or maybe now that I'm thinking too much, maybe now it's a no. Maybe I'm hearing it wrong. Maybe I'm <laughs> sensing it. I don't know. But you can, and, and you know, and you will, and, and that will happen. But you can hold totally. a rock on a string. You can see, and, and, and you can see, okay, that's yes. For me, that's a yes. Okay. Now I don't remember what the question is, but the answer is yes. Okay. So you can, and you can do that and you can go into just about any rock shop, any gem store, and they will have at least some pendulums and you can try them out there. And every pendulum is not for everybody. So you may get one and it just, and it just hangs there and it doesn't move and you want it to so bad and it doesn't move at all. And then you pick up the second one and it just goes to town and it's spinning and rocking back and forth. Or you could go through 17 of them and none of them will move. It just kind of depends. Um, I know somebody close to me who went to multiple rock shops, metaphysical stores, all kinds of places, tried so many pendulums and none of them would move. And then finally she found one that did. And it just, I, I can't tell you why. I don't know. Um, yeah. But but I, I, I thought I would add that because I don't want anybody to go, you know what, that sounds like a great idea. I'm going to go do that. Wow, that's a lovely piece of amethyst on that chain. I want that pendulum. It's not moving at all. That guy on the radio was an idiot. This doesn't work. <laughs> so it's, it's, not, it's not for everybody. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's a great, you know, part of this show is about growth and development and I think if you are started on this path and and mediumship is something you're interested in, angel communication is something you're interested in, I think that this is a great gateway tool to use. And I say and I keep saying tool because I also want to make sure you understand that it is a rock on a string. That is not your great grandfather in that rock. It is just a tool. Right. It's like a it's like a metaphysical telephone, and 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 so don't so don't feel like that. That's oh my God, that's Frank Sinatra. 
It's not. It's it's, <laughs> it's the phone that maybe Frank is calling you on, or maybe your grandfather, your grandmother, your your whoever is is connecting with you. But it's just a tool, and that's important to remember for a couple of reasons. One that it's it's just a, it, it is just a rock. Okay, it's not your relative, your favorite singer, whoever. And the other thing is that because we're human beings, we lose stuff all the time. And if you lose your pendulum, you did not just lose your grandfather. You lost a rock on a string. Go back to the shop, give them another 20 bucks and get another one. Okay? Really? That's it's it's yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It can be it can be that easy. Um uh, because I got great for you. Point. you care, you care much more about which crystal you're going to get and what kind of chain and what it's going to look like and all of that sort of stuff. You care a lot more about that than than any dead person is going to care. So, so, so understand that it is just a tool, and it may be a tool that you love and it's your favorite color and your favorite stone and everything else, and that's great. And it breaks in half or you lose it. Um, it's okay. You did not lose Johnny Cash. You lost. You lost. A, a, you're you're out twenty bucks, or ten bucks, or fifteen, or thirty, depending on where you bought it and how pretty a rock it is. But you're just out a little bit of money. You did not lose your guide. You did not lose Archangel Michael. You lost a rock. Um, yeah, I don't have really any idea if I don't have any idea if that was the story you were asking me to tell or not. Um, Is it close? Yes, yes, and <laughs> and part of what I was thinking of too is how at the beginning you were quite a skeptic, and it was the pendulum oh, yeah. moving for you, and you would have oh, the messages totally. come through from the different um, our what we call the boys upstairs. Ken and I call the boys upstairs. Um, <laughs> This is coming through with John Lennon. He could come through. I think he had said a few yeah. of the the beautiful beings who have, um, who have crossed over. And it's just yeah, it's fascinating. I didn't believe any of this stuff at first. And when I held that first pendulum and it was moving, and I knew I wasn't moving, I could feel like something squiggling around in my brain because I was trying to figure it out because I wasn't <laughs> any sort of... I didn't take any physics classes. I didn't know how this was working or why it was working. I just knew I wasn't doing it. And 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 then and I got that first pendulum and that was for my primary guide Parker. And I thought, okay, I'm set. My guide has a rock on a string. I'm going to figure out what it means and how to use it and I'm set. And then I was Wait a minute. What? We have more than one guide? What? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so maybe I need <laughs> another one. So I got this this first pendulum was this this little red stone and I'm I'm not even sure what it is. And so but I like the color red. And I went back to the same shop and they had one that was very similar that was green. And I'm all about Christmas, so red and green. Okay, I need that one. And I got that one. And it started to spin, but I could feel that the energy was, was it wasn't the same. So I thought, okay, this is somebody else. And I started asking it questions. Are you someone I know? Yes. Were you someone that I, I knew personally? Are you related to me? No. 
Are you someone that I knew of? Yes. Okay. So this was someone I knew of. So what does that mean? I had no idea. So I got one of those spirit forms <laughs> that I had been talking about. And I asked, will you spell out your name? And it, yes. Okay. And it spelled out Jerry. And I thought, God, I don't know anybody named Jerry. Who could Jerry? I don't have any idea. And there was a, there was a woman there who was a medium who looked at me and said, well, it's Jerry Garcia. I can see him standing right next to you. And I was just, <laughs> wait, why, 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 why is, and and I was not a, I was not a deadhead. I was, I, I knew maybe half a dozen Grateful Dead songs. I didn't dislike them, but I wasn't like a big, I, w- I wouldn't say like I was a big fan. I didn't turn the radio off when they came on. In fact, there are a couple songs of theirs that I, that I did like, but it was nothing there are lots of bands that fit in that category. So there didn't seem to be any reason. So I had no idea why Jerry Garcia was standing next to me and calling me on this new uh, dead people phone. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting to connect with somebody famous. I thought it would be great-grandparent, an ancestor, some sort of I don't know, Native American shaman, a witch doctor, some a mythological, I don't know. I just, you know, you have all these preconceived ideas of, of who you might, who might come calling, but that it would be the singer from the Grateful Dead wasn't on my radar. And, um, and, and that was just the beginning. The floodgates sort of opened, um, and when I would feel like somebody was around, and for me that meant I would get songs really loud in my head. Um, I would get another pendulum, and I would figure out who it was. And it's it's Otis Redding. Oh my God, Otis Redding. And I I and I used the the spirit board a lot in the in in the beginning. And it when he spelled out Otis, I, there aren't a whole lot of Otis's that leapt to mind, but Dock of the Bay was in my head, so it's like Otis Redding, and I asked why, and he spelled out, why not? And I think that's, I, I think that's really cool, and I think that's really important, because we feel like we have to be the smartest and the bravest and the best and all this to be able to communicate with certain level of greatness that was and they're all they're all just dead people and some of them some of them were great painters and some of them were just great parents and some of them were amazing singers and to feel like that there is some sort of boundary um that you're only going to talk to people in your circle or people who are within bounds or within this framework or whatever is is silly because it's all huge the universe is a huge enormous place and there is no reason that somebody that you love or somebody who did something that you love wouldn't want to connect with you so um so it it did get to the point that i i have a ridiculous number of pendulums and it started to be that uh it started to be that I felt guilty if somebody 
I felt like if somebody came through and made it, and made the effort to c- connect with me, that they deserved to have their own rock on a string, and um, which I'm sure the gem stores and the metaphysical shops loved because I probably had <laughs> 50 of them. But I, 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 it, it was like it, it didn't seem like it was fair if somebody else came through and they didn't. And I did, you know, I, I even thought about, okay, that's enough. If somebody else comes through, that's cool, and I can work with them, and I don't need to buy any more of these. And um, and and then about two years ago from right now, David Bowie started hanging out, which is very cool. And I was intimidated, and um, and I didn't want to do anything to scare him off, and so and I didn't want to be so pretentious that was, hey, you're here to be a guide for me, right? No, I didn't want to say that. So I just was thought it was very cool that that he was around. And then at one point, he said to me, "So when do I get a rock on a string?" I was like, "Okay, back to the shop we go." I'm pretty sure he was just messing with me, but hard to know for sure. And he had a he yeah, had a, a wonderful he had a wonderful sense of humor and still does. And um, so yeah. so back to the back to the shop I went. Um, and it, yeah, you don't still, say no to David Bowie. No, no, not at all. I don't say. I you know I think he's the only one who actually asked. For a for a pendulum, and I don't think that I and I think he was just kind of messing with me, having some fun. Yeah. I don't think he was serious about it, but but it's hard to tell. So it's like you know what, you got it, you got it. So well, yeah, he's being silly right now, and he's going, Ken, I'm the rocket man. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's hilarious. He, he is. He is very funny. Um, oh, Lordy. I don't even know where to go from there. So, so did that little extra bit there, was that, do you, do you need more? Yes. Or was that? Kinda, no. Oh, you need more? I just love it. I just <laughs> love how you experience that and coming from being such a skeptic. And coming through and picking up tools and and communicating with our you know friends on the other side, all different you know all different kinds of uh, people. I just think it's such a cool story. So I will well, be prompting you was, to tell it every once in a while because it's awesome. Okay. Well, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> it has been it has been an, a, a very fascinating ride so far. Um, when I, I started and, and was a complete skeptic and then, okay, I, I, we do go on and dead people do talk to us. I can believe that much, but the rest of the stuff is nuts. And then I was like, okay, well, there's tarot. Okay. This, this really does this mean something and it really does. So I can believe that and I can believe the dead people stuff, but that's it. The rest of this is just crazy. Okay. Angels. Well, Okay. All right, so okay, so I can believe the angels, and I can believe Carol, and I can believe, it. and then it's just like you know what, I'm I'm hey, whatever, I'm in, I'm in, I believe it all. I just I, I, I can't, I'm not gonna fight it anymore, and it's just 
it's all very it's all I, I I have taken classes and studied and stuff for years and what I know is that I don't know anything. It's a huge yeah. universe and it's <laughs> so much. And you can learn stuff every day and you should strive to and you will never be done. And 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 I'm okay with that. Even though I'm a Virgo and I want to be able to have you know, be able to see completion and put it in a little box and put it on the shelf out of the test wherever it belongs. But that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's the amazing thing is the more we know, the less we know. And, and really, I mean, there's some people that wouldn't agree with me necessarily, but none of us know how this stuff works. You know, no. we just learn to really trust in our experiences and what we've experienced. And it's like I know I was into like Reiki healing and all that kind of stuff. And I was watching John Edwards on TV one time a long time ago. And all of a sudden, I got, I was sitting on the couch, kind of on the edge of the couch. And all of a sudden, I got pushed off the couch, plop, landed on my butt on the floor. And I heard the words play this day, go do that. And I was like, hell no, I'm not going to go do that. (laughs) And sure as heck, people started popping up. You know, are you a medium? Oh, you know, my friend just died. I, I had several people come around that had suicides, and I could feel the people, and I could, I could feel that. So, you know, a lot of times people, we get called to things by happenstance. You know, we just kind of mm-hmm. get sucked into it. And I, I have fought the mediumship thing almost the whole way through. And yet, meanwhile, I'm teaching it. I have a mediumship team that we do go out and do spirit circles every month and here with you and I do it with my clients. And But, you know, none of us really know how it works. And then when Ken and I were talking about, you know, we're getting messages from like John Lennon and, and Frank Sinatra and David Bowie and we're both kind of like going, holy cow. You know, it's like you don't dare speak that out to people because I think we're cuckoos. And yet yeah. it's happening, and you and I were verifying for each other it was happening. It was like, we have to get their messages out here, you know, and, and we yeah. just were like, okay, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that, was, that was something I didn't really want to um, – I, I didn't want to own up to in public. I, I wanted to keep that part. I was like, okay, talking to dead people and having dead people talk to you is a niche. And lots yeah. of people think people who do that are kooks. So that's a niche. Yeah. And then talking to dead people who are famous is a smaller niche in that niche. And the people who are in the rest of the niche think you're a kook. So it's tough. And I didn't want to tell anybody that that um, I talked to Elvis and Elvis talks to me. And uh, I didn't want anybody to know that. But I don't even remember. I, it was an angel that made me <laughs> on, uh, on another one of my shows about this. <laughs> but once I did, once I did do that and, um, and, and started talking about this, I get calls from people who had a guide. Uh, a, a woman called and said, I'm so glad you said that because, because, George Harrison was here, and I, I just know it, and he's so nice and so cool, and, and it's so great that you 
said that because I thought I was the only one. And there have been other people who have had similar things who have called in, and I thought, this is terrific that I can use this platform to also help people who do that too because I know how difficult that is and how nuts you feel when when you might maybe you're taking a class with a bunch of other people and they're talking to to their ancestors and you're talking to Rosemary Clooney you know it I I get I I, I totally get that and I know for me when it's when it started to really snowball and there were lots of people I thought there must be something wrong with me that I need this many famous people to be here to help me. And, and there's nowhere, and there's nowhere to go. You can't, you can't, where can you go and say, okay, I'm, I'm sitting in the car with Freddie Mercury and Kurt Cobain and the, and John Spinks, the singer for the outfield. And um, I, I need some help because John Lennon sent them to me. And what do I do? <laughs> Who can you talk to about this? There's, there's nobody. Um, and you do feel, and you do feel nuts. And um, if you have ever listened to um, shows or talked to mediums or been to um, spirit galleries, things like that, and uh, how often one spirit will bring in someone else that's, <clears throat> that's not necessarily related, but it sometimes works like that and people yeah. think nothing of it and for me Jim Morrison brought Rosemary Clooney in I have no idea how that happened but there it is <laughs> um, and you do you do start to feel like oh god I'm nuts um, yeah. but you're not you're not nuts and you're not alone at least you're not nuts because of that um, there could be other things you know. um, I know for me I <laughs> So I so that means I'm not crazy. Well, it means that that is not indicative of me being crazy. There could be other things. I have many issues. I have that much time. I have many issues. <laughs> yeah. Ken, but, you're uh, funny. Uh, um, you know, I have I have blah 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 through almost the whole show here. Um, we should probably take a couple of calls at least. Um, Do we have a couple people um, that might want to get a reading? Yeah, I think we do. Um, I know there's one person that's been on the air. I think she's called in. Um, well, there are there are a couple people who are holding right now, and our number is three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three. We've got about half an hour left that we could actually help some people besides just me. <laughs> Just me telling my story. Um, <laughs> well, like you said, you have some issues, so you need that extra time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, so, so Michelle, for uh, people who are calling in, what are you prepared to do? Well, let's just not go too crazy tonight let's just say anything anything that's legal i am prepared i am prepared to do anything that's legal well okay this time. um you never know 
I um, as, as you've heard, um, I get lots of messages through music and musicians and singers and stuff, and a lot of times they will um, have a message for you or sometimes they bring someone else through. I know um, last week um, on a different show, um, Dinah Shore, of all people, brought someone's mom through, and I can't guarantee that that will happen for you. Um, I can't I can't guarantee that I can't guarantee anything really. Um, but, um, but I guess we'll just see what happens. How about that? Yeah. And that is where we're, okay. we're not guaranteeing that any famous person is going to come through for the message. Yeah. That's just, we just want people to know that that does happen sometimes. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're part of the, part of the team. Part of the they team. They are. And because, and because Michelle and I are so into music, the music is so important to us. They're 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 around a lot. So, yeah. um, so there. I hope I didn't overexplain it too much. Um, I didn't for at least two people who have braved us and stayed on. Um, <laughs> oh, and 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 there's somebody who's just put a, a thing in the uh, in the chat room too. So I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, first, okay. let's grab a call. All right. Um, hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, this is Gwen. How are you? Hi, Gwen. Hi, Ken. We're doing all right. How, How are, are you? you? I'm well, thank you. Hi, Michelle. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. What? My question Gwen, where is, are you calling from? We, I'm calling from Massachusetts. Okay. Now go right ahead. How can we help you? Okay. My question is in regards to me uh, moving from where I'm at. I have until actually the end of March um, to find a new place to to live. Um, I really feel that that um, this um, this move is is truly um, divine. It's, it's um, I feel that it would be a, a new beginning for me. Um, and I was just curious as to um, where is spirit directing me in regards to moving? You know what, Gwen? For one thing, I do. I want to confirm for you that yes, this move is um, is definitely uh, guidance from you, spiritual guidance from you, mm-hmm. um, from angels, higher self, whatever. Because as soon as yeah. you started talking about it, I was like, oh yeah. Because what this is, mm. is this could be a massive clearing for you, too. It feels oh, yeah. like not just your energy, but like even stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Just getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you might yeah. might even find that you get down to, to pretty, you know, bare minimum stuff. Exactly. It's all good because a lot of the things yep. you have have connection to the past that isn't mm. serving you anymore. It's not, wow. it's not yeah. a part of what your new life is is unfolding to be. Um, And I'm hearing too that, that this, God, it's like huge, um, that this, this move that you're making is every part of you is moving. And it's really strange. I don't know what you do. I don't know like what (laughs) realm you're in, but I see you moving into some, some place 
where you can, they're showing me where you can spread your wings, where you yeah. have room around you, where you have mm-hmm. space around you, where you could really yes. grow into what you're desiring to be. And, at, mm. and with that, I want to give you, it's like, I don't know what you're doing, but something really, really big is coming up for you. There's a, there's a consciousness shift that is I coming that's yes. going to expand your mind and the way you see yourself, the world, and your space wow. in it that yes. is going to bring mm. you up to where almost like you're doing something where many, many people can see you. And it's like, but I don't wow. want to tag you with the word teacher or mentor. It's like, mm. it's not like that, but it's like wow. you're someone that a lot of people turn to and you're not teaching them but it's like you're Ooh. embodying the greatness that you are, and that's overflowing, oh and it's helping all these people. And it's really oh. weird because I keep hearing Oprah Winfrey, and oh. I don't know where she comes wow. in on this. I don't know. Oh, I'm getting total chills. I don't know if she's somebody you're going to run into, if it's somebody you model yourself after, if you learn wow. something from her that helps break you all the way through. But mm. it's, this is a big year for you. As yes. far as where you're going to go, Archangel mm-hmm. Michael is pretty much saying, go where you feel good. He's saying it mm. doesn't matter where you go. He says, like but that. you have to feel good where you're at. True. And he's saying, True. don't. And, and he's saying something about don't move back to be near somebody. Do you know who that is? Oh. And it doesn't feel like it's family. It feels like it's like a, like an ex boyfriend, an ex husband. Oh, something. Oh, what oh, is okay. that? When you said ex husband, um, there is an area that I really that I'm always talking about that I really really loved, and it's an area where my husband, my ex husband, and I had lived. Um, and I just love the area because I think that you know everything that I need is is right around me. Um. So maybe okay, maybe he's not there far, anymore. far in the future. I have no idea. Um, I haven't really spoken to him in close to probably 12 years. But that would be too far for me to move. That would be way okay. too far for me to move. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting like, no, that's not going to happen anyways. Yeah, I but don't want to live anywhere near a, an old, well, I don't really have a boyfriend. I haven't, oh, my God. This is sad. I really happen to have a boyfriend. <laughs> but there's no one that I would, I would move near. What's that? I said, you've been busy, girl. Who's got time for all that boyfriend crap? Thank you. Thank you. People are like, oh, my God, really? You can go that long? Wow. I know. I get I it. Say, I get it. Really, there's nothing wrong with me. I, I'm All the parts are working. <laughs> but I have to tell because her eyes get real big. Like, really? <gasps> Something must be wrong with you. And I have to like, say, no. no, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really good because Archangel Michael is saying, you know, that, that, that place that you're talking about that makes you feel so good, there are mm-hmm. other places that will make you feel good like that too. Exactly, yes. So yes. look for those, look for those. And I okay. just feel like it's not going to be like in the middle of a city living in a penthouse or right. where you just have people stacked on people stacked on people. Right. I feel like right. it's a place that's a little bit more open, a little bit more mm. suburban. Um, mm. 
and that will give you room to breathe because you're going to be doing massive amounts of growth this year into the middle of next year. It's like the next 18 months or so. Huge growth. But what's really cool is, you know, sometimes growth can be kind of painful and scary, and that's not a component of this. It's like you've been through the hard part. Now it's just going to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, just like (laughs) – it's like sparklers. It's like they're showing me just like like sparklers of good stuff, like one good yes. thing happens and something else and something else. So open yourself up for all of that. Yes. I will tell you to confirm what, what, you're, what you're speaking about. I, it's like when you make up your mind, when you really make up your mind, when your mind yeah. shifts, yeah. everything around you shifts. Yep. And... Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing that now because before I would, for me, one time it was just lip service. I was just repeating it. But now it's like I, I really see it. I really understand. I really know that God has his hand on my back. Yep. Because Absolutely. it's like he's showing me. He's showing me. He's like, you don't have to worry for anything. You just have to ask me and let it go. I mean, he shows me time after time after time after time, and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm, I'm getting it. You know I'm a work in progress. I'm, I'm getting it because I have to get back in the, in the flow of trusting God. Right. I lost my, 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 my trust. Actually, it was in people, but I transferred to God. It's like, oh, God, how can you allow these things to happen? Why did this happen? And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm coming in. It's like I'm, I'm – it's like I'm I'm joining my my friend again. It's like we've been separated yeah. and we're coming back together again. Yeah. That that's how I feel. And it's like I never noticed and really looked at myself. I'm like, wow. Not only am I tra- not only are things transforming around me and changing, I physically changed. Physically. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize I had dropped a lot of weight. And not in a bad way, but I've been I've just been watching what I've been eating, I've been walking, I'm not stressing. Yeah. I've just released makes it. Makes a you big difference. It does. Yeah. It really does. I'm walking a lot taller. I'm like, wow, I, this is really it has really shifted. Yeah. Obstacles have, have miraculously have moved out of my way. My boss actually quit her job. I had no clue, no idea that she was going to do that. And she left last week. Wow. It, I was oh, like, wow. wow. And we, our relationship wow. was really tough. It was really tough. And she's like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, it's time for me to go. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm like, I'm sorry to see you go, but mm, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. little by little things are starting to, to lift off of me. The burden. Yeah. So, yeah. What Congratulations. You're is, is, yes. 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 And I'm feeling Congratulations. good. Congratulations. Yes. It's it's been a journey. <laughs> it truly has. But when you make that shift, it can't just be in words. It really had you really. Yeah. It has to really get into the core of you for you to see right. it manifest this change. And I'm like, wow, right. wow. I am not letting any nothing stand in the way of this. Not at all. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, hey, Ken, so. do you have anything that you want to add to Gwen's reading? Yeah. Um, 
Gwen, did anybody ever call you Gwenny? Seems odd. Yes. There are people that do somebody call Somebody did. Gwenny. Yes. Okay. Um, there's somebody here, and they're, and they're referring to you as Gwenny. Um, I don't know. I mean, I kind of get this this vibe like my Uncle Joe, but they don't sound like my Uncle Joe, so I don't know if that means that it's, <laughs> it's an uncle kind of energy. Or, but they're, they're but they're talking about they're saying um, you want to shift, you need more gratitude. Mm. Uh, you mm. need to be um, uh, there's a there's a great. Um, of Frank Sinatra song, uh, it was a very good year where he thinks about, where he sings about all these different things that this year was great. And when I was, when I was 17 and, and all those oh, kind yeah. of things, it was a very good. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's, it, and it's about thinking about the things that are in your life, especially as you're getting ready to make a big change and, mm-hmm. and, and being grateful for them. Um, Absolutely. and it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be big things. Can be some small things. Mm. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you don't have to feel like, well, I didn't win the lottery, so what else is there? Um, but you can mm. figure out what in your life um, you need to be grateful for, and that will mm-hmm. also shift things for you. Um, you mm. will feel a huge difference when you start to when you start to really be grateful for that. And I feel like that's key to wherever you're going to move. Um, right. That you'll be grateful for mm-hmm. opportunities. You'll be grateful for mm-hmm. whatever, wherever this new place is, and for the right. um, possibilities that it has to offer. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I oh, wish it makes, it makes I wish I knew. Sense. I wish I knew who this guy was. I don't know. Did you have an I, older relative that called you Gwenny? See, most of my family would call me by my middle name. And the only okay. time they would call me Gwen is around, um, like, my friends, they would call me Gwen, but rarely, rarely do they ever call me um, Gwen. It's my middle. They call me okay. by Annette. Yeah. Okay. But there is, there are, I, I do have people in my life, that, a few people in my life that call me Gwenny. Okay. Maybe it's just somebody who wants to be your pal, um, but, <laughs> but they're saying that, and I can hear that Sinatra song, and it's just, um, and it's just that you know, you if if you want to be happy wherever the next the next move takes you, um, mm-hmm. be grateful for where you are now, what you have now, Absolutely. and for what opportunities and possibilities are to come. Absolutely, this is very, very true. Mm-hmm. And I will, I, I'm open to, and, and I and I receive that message because gratitude is is right. the thing. That's the key. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. So thank All you. Right. Well, wonderful, Gwen. Gwenny. Thank you, Gwenny. <laughs> See, there you go. There's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a good well. evening, hon. <laughs> I will. Thank you. I, I thank you both so so very much. Many blessings to you. Thank. Thank right you. Thank All you. Right. Alrighty. Hi. Three four seven eight three eight nine nine zero three is the number. Uh, Buffy in the chat room has a question. Um, Buffy in the says, chat room. I, 
Buffy in the chat room. I've been going back and forth as to what to ask, but I think I've narrowed it down. I occasionally get readings, but I don't receive any medium-type readings. Are there any messages for me? Do you have anything for Buffy? Buffy? I know Buffy. Okay, I was actually pulling some cards because the angels were talking about relationship and being being uh, uh, responsive in your relationships, Buffy. Uh, just something that's coming through. I'm not sure what that is, but they wanted me to do that. Um, I am getting for you, my darling, I'm seeing an older man who's standing directly behind you. So I can't tell if it's mom's dad or dad's dad. He's saying he knew you. He is a grandfather that that you knew. Um, and he's showing me that he he's showing me like he's dressed very kind of grandfatherly. He's like got like slacks on and he's got a shirt, he's got a sweater, and he's he's wanting you to know that your family lineage, even though he's saying it's a little bit broken in pieces, that it's still very, very strong. And I think when he's saying broken in pieces, meaning that there's been maybe divorce, it doesn't feel so much death, but perhaps that's part of it. Um, it and, because, and he's saying that it's not like you have, you know, your mother and father and their parents and their parents is like really clean, kind of a little bit broken. He's saying, but it's no less strong and powerful and meaningful. And he's saying, you come down from a long line of very powerful and strong people, and you have that power within you. And then he's pointing to your mother's side, and he's saying, you get a lot of your gifts and your intuition from your mother's side of the family. He's saying the women in your mother's side of the family had these, the gifts. Not everybody talked about them. Seldom was it talked about. But you really do have these gifts, and they come to you not only by your own willingness and your work that you've done in past lives, but it also comes down ancestrally for you. And he's saying that, that he's actually here to kind of support you and help hold you while you are developing that. And he's saying that, and he's telling me too that he was either a philosopher, and I don't think he was like um, Plato or anything, but like he was very philosophical. It's like he always kind of had a, a, a good solution. He was always very reasonable. He could always think and or talk his way through things. And that that's what he has to support you with and to offer to you. And he's saying that from the other side, from the land of the dead, and he's laughing at you, Ken, from the land (laughs) of the dead, he's saying, Buffy, you are very, very loved, and you are never, ever alone. And he's saying, be strengthened by this message. And he's saying, all you have to do is reach out and ask for your family, and we're all there. There's also a woman on the other side. And, Buffy, I'm not sure if your mom is on the other side. 
But there is a woman that's coming in that feels very motherly. And it could be mother, it could be an aunt, it could be somebody who is very motherly to you. And she's coming in, she's got short curly hair, not not real dark, but it's brown and maybe a little bit highlights or maybe her hair's really shiny. Um, and it's really cute. It's really sweet. It's almost like she kind of curled the front of it, the front head curl. Um, and she's just coming in and just with this wonderful loving feeling. She's not really saying anything, but she's just bringing love in. And she wants to convey that that love that what your your grandfather is saying is that there's so much love for you on the other side don't doubt it reach out for it and let it kind of pour into your life and support you in what you're doing these days so yeah and your father's now clapping his hands he's like yeah we finally got the message through to her so i hope that that this message made sense and if you want to ask a a question about clarification Buffy you can in the uh, chat room if you want to and then Ken do you have anything yeah and I will let you know if if she does she does say hi Michelle I was too chicken to call in (laughs) Um, but um, I don't know uh, Michelle you know who this is or no I do Buffy somebody you know I do okay um is um, it is and and Buffy, you can answer this in the chat room too. Is is she old enough to know who Warren Zevon is? I don't even know who that is. Oh, okay, Warren <laughs> Zevon, uh, were, Werewolves of London. Oh, you don't know that either. Yes, I, I yeah, I think she is. Cause anyway, I think she's close to my lawyers, age. guns, and money. Um, anyway, um. Anyway, Warren Zevon's here, and yes. he, he said he probably doesn't know who I am, but um, he, he's he's humming part of uh, a song, "Disorder in the House," and um, and and I can tell you that it's um, it's 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 a big song, and it's and it's a lot of crazy bad stuff, and that's not the point he's trying to make. It's it's more about getting your house in order. Um, Oh, she says she doesn't know, but she knows Werewolves of London. Oh, good, but she doesn't yeah. know who Warren is. Um, and 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 you know that's okay. Um, but uh, it's it's about getting. A, a, he says you you need to get your house in order, and um, and that you'll know what that means. I don't know if that I, I don't know if that refers to actually well, oh, where you live that you need to. Um, kind of organize and, and straighten things up or if this is more about life in general or um, uh, work or relationships or whatever, but you need to kind of, uh, you, you need to, to get organized because it's going to be hard for you to move forward when you're sort of going in a whole bunch of different directions. Um, and, and if that makes sense, you could pop that into the chat room and let me know so that I don't, so, so that I don't keep going farther down a road that makes no sense to you. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, she does say both of her grandparents that she didn't know them, but she was close with her step grandfather. Um, 
Yeah, that's like who that it was. was. It's Deb yeah. Prepa. Yeah. Oh, she says, I think I know what you mean. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. And uh, and um, then and check out Warren's music. Um, he he didn't say that. I did. But you know. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, um, and also. Buffy, I, I want to tell you that um, John Lennon is coming through, and he wants you to sit down and listen to the song Imagine. And he's saying even listen to it kind of over and over a few times and let it, and that's how he's putting it. He's saying let it sink in. So I'm not sure what that is. You can, We can talk about it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to see her. She's coming down from... from uh, Where's she at? Reno, Nevada, I think. Oh. And or up in that area. And she's coming down. We're having lunch on Monday. Oh, how nice. Um, yeah, I'll give you a whole bunch awesome. of I'll, I'll give you a whole bunch of Warren Zevon questions to ask her. See if she's um see if she's <laughs> she did her homework. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just kidding. Nobody's giving you homework. Oh, she says I. She says I love John Lennon. I get messages from his music all the time, and um, yeah. and she loves yeah. that. Imagine so, very cool. Um, we are running out of time, but um, uh, Michelle, without even asking you, I'm going to take one more call. It might make us go over a little bit. You didn't rant and rave and scream, so I guess that's okay. We're good. We're good. Okay. Hi. Thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hello, my name is Ray. Hi, Ray. Where are you calling from? Uh, I am calling from Fairfield, California. Thank you for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. How can we help you tonight? So I have a really uh, big question that's been bugging me. Um, It's really about the future of my career. And um, I just graduated from college. I'm in my career job, and I really want to move on. And I'm just stuck in a rut, and I really need some help if you can – maybe guide me what you see or, and I think this is uh, how I, how I see it. It can, it's like, it's holding on to my happiness of the future, I guess. Does that make sense? Um, Really quick, Ray, are you in the legal field? What's, what's the legal and all the papers and stuff? Okay, I am not in the legal field. I'm in the communications field. But um, without getting too pub, uh, because this is kind of public, um, okay, uh, on national sense, um, people or okay. groups that I'm involved with in sports, national sports, has something to do with legal stuff. Okay. Yeah, because I'm feeling the legal stuff, and it's it's weird. It's like I'm feeling the pull. I mean, it's almost like maybe you're not doing that, but it's that consciousness, it's that energy is part yes. of what is, it's like it's got you tied down. And I could yep. totally feel what you are talking about. Um, I'm get, Oh, Archangel Michael is here really, really strong. Um, and he is saying, go. He's saying, your future is not where you're at. Um, and he's saying, you have a lot of skills that you can use. He's saying you probably won't go from this to something else that is the perfect job. You probably will jump, ha- kind of get your feet underneath you, and then find the perfect shift, the perfect job. Okay, does that make sense? It does. And I'm, I'm okay. Uh, and uh, I guess where I'm stuck is I, I am, I work about 
an hour and a half away from where I actually live. And this is where I got my foot in the door. And I'm trying to find a job back home where I live in Sacramento. I work in Oakland. Um, And uh, I work in PR. And there's a PR firm I really want to work with. um, But I don't know if I should apply for the state and their communications aspect. And it's just there's no job openings. And uh, if it could happen, I'd love to try it happen in the next month two months but I just can't do it another six months and it's like I'm so eager yeah I don't think you need to and here's the the message that I'm getting for you honey make the decision and and quit you're, you're kind of waffling still you want to move but you haven't done I am moving I'm moving now I'm going as soon as you do that something's going to open up and that place that you're talking about Sacramento it's very likely something's going to open up as soon as you are like, okay, this is it. I'm doing it. I'm jumping. I'm going. Maybe you don't take the actual step and quit your current job, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And you start looking like maybe where you're going to live in Sacramento where and just like act as if you're doing it. Something's going to open up. I see in two months, I see you, you down there moved and working in, within two months. May I ask, do you have a site that I can reach you to? Because there's like tons of other questions I'd love to talk to you about, or is it just here on Blog Talk? Um, no, I actually work as a professional psychic medium, and so does Ken. And you can go to our website at Psychic Tapestry, and you will have a list of all of our uh, radio show hosts that do readings. And I, I have my uh, private website, michellelambergie.com, and you can um, – Find me there, and then you can find Ken on PsychicTapestry.com. Uh, are, are you guys on Twitter by chance? I am. Mm-hmm. I, I am Psychic Michelle, and Ken is Ken Kessler, right? Or is it Psychic Tapestry? Um, psychic Ken? Tapestry. Yeah. Okay. It's Psychic Tapestry. And Michelle is with one L, by the way. Yes, I'm nice. a Michelle Juanera. I'm I am kind of surprised nobody deceased has come through because I've had quite a few people that I'm close with. I was like oh, I'm surprised that they didn't come through, but but I but I appreciate you guys taking my phone call. Absolutely, and good luck with that. You don't you just need to tell the universe that you're moving, and the universe okay. is going to shift and, and start working with you. Okay, great. No, that's good to know. Hey, I, I'm, I think what, what gave me some satisfaction is the two-month part. Yeah, you're, it's, you're not going to – but, you know, you've got you to gotta start making the move. It's funny. Yeah. It's like you, you're very authoritative in your nature. It's like uh-huh. I can feel. It's like you, you have authority. But it's funny. There's something kind of in the back of your head, in that subconscious part of you, that's kind of like, oh, it's kind of waffling back and forth, and that's the part that's kind of holding you back. So it's almost like take charge, tell yourself, we're moving, we're going to do this, we're going to make this work. And you've got the smarts, you've got the chops, and you've got the power to do that. And it's really just going, nope, we're doing it. Yeah, okay? And it's, you're totally right, because I've been trying to, I've been, I've been wanting to put the perfect cover letter to this PR firm that I want to apply to. And I've been saying, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And I've just really been putting it off, but I really want to go. And now that you say it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this damn thing yeah. this weekend. Do it. Do it. And and also, uh, Ken, I just want to let you know, I think you have a terrific radio voice. And uh, I've, been, I've been doing my own podcast here on Blog Talk Radio for the last seven years. And I'm like, man, I do have a really good radio voice. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. 
Well, thank you guys very much. And I, I'm definitely going to reach out to you guys because uh, there's tons more I'd love to talk to you guys. And you guys have a – I'd like to talk to you guys about. And you guys have a great night. Thanks. You too, hey, Ray. Good you. luck. Thanks for taking my call. Bye-bye. Thank you for Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Bye. Um. That's it. I was getting. I was. I was. I'm so used to giving out the phone number again. I was about to do it, but, um, <laughs> but instead, uh, thanks to everybody who called in, and everybody who uh, got in the chat room. And I know that the chat room did crash once, so apologies for that. And anybody who wasn't able to get through, sorry about that too. You can go to psychictapestry.com. Click on Get a Reading. And you can connect with Michelle, you can connect with me, you can connect with uh, any of the folks who do um, Psyche Tapestry shows, and, uh, and you can book a private reading, or you could just wait till next Wednesday, and we'll be back at the same time. Uh, Michelle, thank you. It has been a pleasure and privilege, as always. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for having me on and letting me be a part of your joyful ride here. This is awesome. <laughs> and thanks to all of our callers this and listeners. Been- it has been a lot of fun. Yes. Um, thank you very much, everybody. And uh, have a great week. And we will catch you next week right here on Psychic Capital Spiritual Tune-Up. Have a great week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.